up this morning and my main man O'Shea was getting cursed out by all the black peoples online. And so I read the, there was like a screenshot of, of uh, what he had on Twitter. And I just read, I read that one piece and the amount of kind of vitriol that was being used in, you know, pointed in his direction made me have to check it out. And here's what the original one said. He started off this. He said, wrote so much since then. He wrote facts, colon. I put out the CWBA contract, black contract America. with Black America. Both parties contacted me in parentheses because I'm a celebrity on Ice Cube, which is important for later. Dem said we'll address the CWBA after the election. Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CWBA. That was enough to get him 35,000 retweets, 25,000 comments, 104,000 hearts, which means there's probably some pro and some con in the response. Mm-hmm. And there was a video that was recorded actually before that comment of him talking, leaning into the camera with his Sandy Claus beard and the scully on because he got no COVID haircut. He's in the basement. His accolades on the wall behind him. And mm-hmm. he's basically in the video saying, look, I, I'm, I'm doing my research and, you know, no party's going to save us. No party's going to save us. He'll go on from there. Seven minutes. I'm not even going to try to, you know, articulate what he said. Mm-hmm. So in that moment, when I first read it, read his uh, his tweet and watched the video back to back, I was like, I'm not mad at the brother. Yeah, I'm not mad at him at all. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand a certain way. And so I posted that video on seven dot community and Dwayne gave me five minutes back of reading to do, <laughs> which, okay. means, which means you had to be on the, on the podcast today to, to tell me what you saw. And, and you also saw, I wrote back to you there and I, I let's go over that so we can kind of just put it all out there. Okay. All right. So Dwayne, straighten me out. And then without giving away my response, I know you already read my response, but straighten me out on what your response was. I'd actually seen that when he uh, first shared it back in August. And my challenge is it's late and it's tone deaf. He presents this plan in August of this year, which is a problem because this guy is underwater He's failed epically with his response to the coronavirus and the pandemic. He's reckless as a leader. We are less safe as a country because the leader of the free world, our commander in chief, take the politics out of it, supposed to defend and protect this country, can't even protect his house. His house was a hotspot last week. So that's a problem. The Joint Chiefs of Staff had to quarantine for 14 days. He's mm-hmm. quarantining. Mm-hmm. The Coast Guard leadership is quarantining. Like, we are, for real, like, legit less safe as a country now because all of the people charged with protecting us, the leadership, is still quarantined. So my thing is, he presents this plan in August, 
to what may very well be a lame duck president, somebody who's grasping at straws. I'm going to do any and everything I can to to get votes and him allowing himself the irony of if you go back and listen to his catalog and how many times he talks about people getting played and he voluntarily stepped into the get played role. I'm I'm just not a fan of that. And you're using he in a couple of different instances. So you're using he in the beginning to refer to, to Trump and yes. now you're using he to refer to Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube. OK. Yes. So Cube steps into the get played. I mean, if you look at his catalog, he's got. Who's the Mac? He's got no Vaseline. He stepped into the no Vaseline role. I'm going to do this voluntarily. I stepped into (laughs) like you watched Steve Harvey get played. You watched Jim Brown get played. Now in the 11th hour, not when his momentum, his trajectory is ascending, when his star is falling, the president, you want to jump into his orbit now. That's That's interesting that you read it that way. I didn't read it as an endorsement of Trump. At all. As, no, when, he, when he starts wait. off by saying the word facts, like, look, I'm just going to tell you the facts. I put this out here. This was response A. This was response B. He said nothing well, else. He offered nothing else. Problem is, he's muddying the water okay. for people who are not well-versed. Don't put, there's so many, like you, and you alluded to it in uh, your, your response back to me. The amount of people who are now engaged in the political process who weren't before, he's muddying the water for all of those people. He ain't going to bother me because I know what I do. I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I've I've been following this stuff for 25, 30 years. But for people who have not been engaged that long, he's going to muddy the waters. And right now, right now, when our country is for real in an existential crisis as a country, He wants to have this conversation, and I think that's extremely dangerous. He's having a conversation he could legit have 25 years ago. Today was a good day. We can have that conversation when he released that album. We can't have this conversation right now, though, because there are too many people who aren't informed enough to understand what it is that he's talking about. And he ain't even informed enough to understand what it is that he's talking about. Otherwise, he's not going to present this plan at the moment he presented it, he would have wait. If he'd waited four months to present the plan, it would have been better off. He okay. would have been better off because he has a new administration coming in. If he waits four months, if he waits from August to December, he releases it after we know who the president is going to be. Now you go grab this guy. So what is it? What good does it do you to grab somebody who might be a lame, a lame duck or somebody who doesn't know if they're going to have any power. Mo, what did you, what did you see? What did you hear? Man, I took, that's, <clears throat> I took it uh, completely differently. So Cube, Cube did his contract in, in the summer. It was all and, and so he, I think it was July. Uh, on, on the website, I think they have July, right? They, so July or August, he releases his plan. Donald Trump has no plan. Joe Biden's got a very detailed plan. And I'm, st- I'm just going to try to stick with facts first, because that's how Cube started it. Joe Biden's camp reached out to Ice Cube. He talked to them. Donald Trump's camp reached out to Ice Cube. He talked to them. 
And then all hell broke loose. All of a sudden, Ice Cube became Kanye West. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> Kanye West went out of his way to openly support the president to buy his products, to put on a MAGA hat, to tweet his support of Donald Trump, then went and met in the White House on camera with Donald Trump to talk about what Kanye West might think about black people in America. In this scenario, a staffer from Trump's camp reached out, not Donald Trump. I, I would believe, I don't believe Donald Trump and Ice Cube, not probably since he was in NWA and Donald Trump was hanging around rappers and stuff, they probably haven't been in the same room. And I would bet that they have had absolutely zero conversation. And they still haven't. So the idea now that Ice Cube is getting lumped in, now you didn't do this, Wayne. The idea that Cube is now getting lumped in with like Kanye West, like, wait a minute, Cube, here's what he did. He came up with the contract with Black America. Whether or not he has the, the you know, whatever credentials we believe he should have, whatever fortitude or wherewithal and who is he to, whatever it is, he took the time to do it. And like you said, he's been on this from, from, July 19th. Since the 90s. July 19th was the day the CWBA was released. It's 23 pages. But you're saying the greater catalog, which Dwayne referenced, is, you know, 1990-something, you know, it was when Cube started talking to the world. Go ahead. When Death Certificate came out, when we were at Howard, our sophomore year at Howard, when Death Certificate came out, right? Wasn't that that sophomore year, I think? Can't remember. But, you know, since then, Cube has been on the same thing. And and so he was actually on it before then. He talks about it a little bit in uh, America's Most. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was when he uh, first got, you know, with the uh, with the bomb squad and started hanging yep. with Chuck and them with P.E., no doubt. And and so Ice Cube is down with the P.E. Not every single bitch want to see me. That was a hell of a way for him to announce it. But, you know, that's and that's kind of how Cube me and said, you curse too much. And I'm supposed to be policing that. I'm not going to know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Shit, sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She she raised me. She knows who I am. So, uh, so so for me, I think that this vitriol towards Ice Cube is mis is misplaced because Donald Trump, like you said, Dwayne, Donald Trump is the one who has a <clears throat> that platinum plan, which is absolutely fucking awful. The only way that Republicans have almost ever engaged with anything that has to do with diversity, especially with black folks. And we saw it on the last presidential debate stage. Joe Biden did it too. It's not the same, and they're both sides are the same. That's bullshit. It's not lesser of two evils. There's one trash candidate and one decent candidate. And miss me with the bullshit. No one else will ever convince me of anything. Otherwise, there's no reason to argue. And so in this case, Donald Trump, the only plan he has for black people is more policing and lock you up and then also to offer the carrot of you can also go to college. Let's start here. Most black folk don't go to jail. Most black folk, like most people on the planet and most Americans, don't go to college. So his plan doesn't offer jack shit. Ice Cube has a demonstrably better plan, a much better, much higher quality plan. Trump reached out. Cube took the call. We can argue whether Cube should have taken the call. But to argue that now, you know, people are talking about canceling Ice Cube, I think Dave Chappelle had the best response to cancel culture. But 
in terms of where I stand with Ice Cube, I'm dude, Ice Cube wrote a contract with Black America. That's dope. Period. How much of it I agree with and t- take it apart in the minutia, he wrote one. <laughs> and both presidential candidates came to him. If I were in his situation, and let me say this with the most fervency that I can say it, sorry, mom, again, fuck Donald Trump and everything that him and his party stand for. They are absolutely the wrong people to be in charge of anything. I wouldn't want the motherfuckers to be in charge of city council, much less to be a mayor, a governor, a president. I would still take that phone call from a staffer who was asking about if I had written a, a contract with Black America. I would take that phone call. They would know exactly where I stood, but I would take that phone call. And look, Ask Ice-T what happens when you say, you know, no, I ain't taking that call. Fuck the president. Because he can tell you exactly what happened when him and body count, you know, just were talking about the police and everything that he went through when George Bush put him under the government's microscope, the president's microscope. Every single book that had audited his whole life got ran through. So you take that call. There's no to me, there's. There's no reason why Cube shouldn't take that call. Well, you know, it's funny. It all reminds me of a scene from The Wire. You know, just the whole essence of The Wire. Like, why doesn't Bodie ever want to be sitting, seen somewhere with McNulty? Like, why doesn't he want to sit down with him? Because Mm -hmm. no matter what the reality is, the fact that I'm sitting down with you or people see me getting in the car with you, that's going to mean something in the neighborhood. And that's a, that's, that's a little bit of what happened here as well, because on Twitter, Ice Cube somewhere minding his own business <laughs> and someone from the from the Trump uh, uh, campaign says, hey, shout out to Ice Cube for being a part of this whole thing and helping us redefine the platinum thing. Da, 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 da. And, and, right. and really, he's like, I mean, whatever. We did have a conversation, but I had a conversation <laughs> with both sides. But now you got me looking like exactly. and them, you know, sitting here yep. eating, eating leg trot with you. <laughs> right, you know, which right. is not good for and my when in the neighborhood. <laughs> and so, Monk over there looking, and just so happened to be there looking like, right, right, right. Who is that? You know, so oh, we're we talking to McNulty now? Right, right. So my my point, and what I I think what I walk away from here is I think we have three correct perspectives, and here's mine. I don't give any credence. To Ice Cube, Kanye, Nas, Jay-Z, Shaq, or any other entertainer for my political decisions. I don't look to them to inform me on what I should be doing, who I should be voting for, what issues I should be championing. And so it's great that Cube is is an entertainer. Cube is an entrepreneur. He's done a lot, I think, for, um, you know, for for black people. You know, I love the fact that he's got the big three. I think that's great. Um, I would like to assume that he's spending a lot of his money with other black businesses. I really don't know. So I give him all that. When it comes down to who I should vote for president, I, the, I don't or or governor or mayor or or student council. I'm not going to any entertainer for that. What I did like about what I saw from Cube's situation is he's been very public and uh, transparent about this journey he's on of discovery to say, hey, look, I may not have been as involved before, but 
here's what I'm seeing. I'm doing a lot of reading. I'm doing a lot of introspection. I'm having these conversations. My access has allowed me to have these conversations and I'm learning as a result. And this is where I am today. Neither one of these parties is going to save us. We're going to have to do for ourselves. Da, 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 da. I put together this 23 page document with the help of many experts. And then when I, I came to you on Twitter and I said, Hey, let's not be taken for granted. Let's not have black voters taken for granted. Instead, let's present the two candidates for president and vice president with something to talk about and, and a contract with black America. He says, I reached out to them <laughs> one party. Now let's take, let's take parties out of it. There's a date past which your ticket becomes invalid. So I'm going to sell my plane ticket to somebody. And one dude says to you, okay, go ahead. Give me the plane ticket. I'm going to pay you after I take off. And the other one says, Hey man, this is good. I'm glad we're talking about this. Let's talk about the destination. I mean, in any other circumstance with any other people, and I understand what you're saying, Dwayne, because it's not, they're not equivalent is, the, is I think what I'm taking from your point. You're not really comparing apples to apples. You're comparing apples to crazy fucking apples, right? To crab <laughs> apples, to nuts, to liars. I get that. And I, and I understand about, I understand that about your point. And I, and I just think the idea that he said in the very beginning and all the way through, He's looking dead at the camera, telling you what his self-discovery is. And then this is in the same world where Shaq, multimillionaire Shaq, goes on to say, hey, I just voted for the first time and it feels good. I mean, we need to know who to look for for what. Look to for what? Well, Cube goes, facts. I have the plan. I've published the plan in July. I got a call from both major political parties. One of them said, go ahead and vote for me. And then we'll talk about it after I win, if you give me what I want. And the other party said, yo, let's talk right now. And I think that's fair in, the ter- in terms of a, a black man's discovery. And I, and I, I think that the part where people kind of get upset about it, in my view, is a little myopic. But I do also understand the power of his leverage and of his celebrity. Thoughts? Yeah. yeah. I think there's that, there's that piece, of course, that is his celebrity. And so Ice Cube then is offered for a different type of scrutiny. I think if he was just... O'Shea the bus driver and he had come up with this plan people would be like oh snap this is wow yeah like man there's some there are there are legitimate I haven't read the whole thing I've skimmed it but there are some very important pieces in there there's it's 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 a great place to uh it's a great area to help push that overall conversation forward the overall conversation is how does the United States rectify its relationship with black people, which to me is a not only is the issue, it's the bigger issue. And it's ultimately what we end up debating. And unfortunately, instead of Ice Cube or Joe Biden, excuse me, instead of Donald Trump or Joe Biden paying the price, what we've done is focus on the guy who's trying and said and and our cancel culture and the way our social media works now, we've said, okay, I have to immediately judge this person, not the plan. Cause I think most of the people, my assumption is most of the people talking now about ice cube and wanting to cancel him have never read the plan <laughs> and they won't because the, the, the response time now is most important. One, the response and two, the, hot takiness of the response. How controversial or or how cruel and funny can you make your response 
to Ice Cube. So it can be memes, it's tweets, it's Facebook posts, it's pictures of him with raccoons, you know, saying that he's cooning now. And and because that has because that has been normalized as our response, it's really it's an anti-intellectual response. Uh, it's embarrassing sometimes, man, to watch people that I like, you know, posting shit, posting shit on social media and so, in ignorance. Like you've clearly never read the plan. It wasn't on your radar screen until after Trump's <laughs> Trump's. Uh, a group reached out to Ice Cube, so you even later come into the plan than Trump's people, and now you're offering <laughs> critiques of Ice Cube, which is, as we understand, it's an ad hominem, it's a non sequitur, it's a red herring, it's a waste of fucking time <laughs> to take it out of the, the philosophical and the, and the argumentative fallacy talk. It's a waste of time. Cube shouldn't be the focus. The question is, to me, what is America's relationship with black folks? How does it rectify its relationship with black folks? Because it's absolutely sucked at dealing with black folks ever since its inception. Who and how, who can help and how do we change it is the ultimate question. And to me, these things like this are catalysts for that happening. Somebody, somebody's plan, sets of plans, people got to be involved in the discussion. When it happens, homonyms, this is how it starts. Good like Eminem's. Dwayne, what's your message to Ice Cube? My thing is, and, and what frustrated me the most about it was he, his response was, or his thing was kind of like, oh, it's, it's apples and apples. And it's not apples and apples. And in our political environment and the state of our country yep. today, like, his plan be damned. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if the right guy doesn't get elected. We can't even have conversations in three months because all bets are off if this thing don't go the right way. So my frustration was the three of us, I was a political science minor. I've been, my, my granddad was a city councilman. I've been in involved in politics since I was 12 when I was helping, I was passing out flyers for my granddad. So this is stuff that I have followed for uh, more years than I care to count. But people who haven't been following it like I have for as many years as I have, when he comes in and basically, I won't say validates, but he he normalizes the the bad seed. And like Mo said, they're not yeah. the same. They're not the same. And, and I will argue and smack down anybody who tries to claim that they're the same because they're not. And what he did was kind of normalize the, the fringe guy and say, oh, these two things are kind of the same. No, one of these is very much not like the other. And that was my frustration with it, not his plan. It was the because like Mo said, there's a lot of people who aren't ever going to read his plan, but he has given people the easy excuse. It doesn't matter. It's the lesser of two evils. They're all the same. Da, 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 da. He basically provided that excuse with his don't allow your vote to be taken for granted without the proper context. And like I said, 1996, he's absolutely correct. 
I don't have a problem with him. Actually, as recently as 2012, I don't have a problem with what he says. I have a problem with what he says now because we have a guy who's been railing on our political institutions for four years. Our democracy ain't going to survive another four years of this guy. So you can't paint them the same or even allow them to appear the same. And he did that. That was my frustration with it. Sure. I think in the future, you know, when we look back on this thing, I think the real issue is that there are not more visible people doing the self-introspection and charging themselves with the responsibility of learning and being outspoken to run alongside of the ice cubes of the world and getting that amount of visibility. You know, it may be the charge to say that, hey, after today, more people know who Dwayne Meekins is or more people know who Maurice Dolberry is because you guys take up the mantle of doing something as big and visible as creating the 23-page plan. And my response to Dwayne on 7.community was, I, would, I think the more impressive next step is take that 23-page plan and talk to uh, Governor Newsom, talk to the mayor of whatever town Cuba's living in now, talk to the city council, like get that thing refined and talked about on, on the level that's closer to home and really drive that home there. Never mind what happens on the presidential level. It's, it is what's going to be. We're, I don't know too many people who are undecided about who they're voting for next anyway, but there are probably some. But that plan doesn't end with whoever wins the next election because it's just as relevant with the mayor of my town. So I would say, Cube, take that plan, keep refining it, You know, actually take it to your governor, take it to your mayor, take it to your city council, get it to where it needs to be, or maybe it's there already. And then we all need to do the same thing. Take that same plan with the revisions and as a living document and take it to your respective governor, mayor, city council, senator. It's not over. And I think that the real issue that I hear you saying, Dwayne, is, dude, this election, this presidential election is far too important for you to be having this very visible self-discovery and, and all that now. And even and even equating two things, even though he said they're both shit, basically, you're saying even one shit smells funky than the other shit. Like, not even the same. Right. I get that. And um, I don't think it impacts, like you said, also, I don't think it impacts the, the me's and you's of the world. I think maybe me and you need to do maybe more of making sure that the people who would be listening to an entertainer for their political decisions need to have more accessible discussions with us. My two cents. It's kind of like me coming to you like, hey, B, you seen Game of Thrones? Oh, that's, it's dope, man. You're like, because I ain't never watched it. You late. <laughs> and I'm, I'm explaining <laughs> all this to you in public and everybody like, that was five years ago. Why is this a big thing? Or like you coming to me and Mo in a, in a couple of months talking about, hey, The Last of Us 2 was dope. We don't had a long, we don't had a long drawn out conversation about that. We we so be we beyond that, right? And that's what it felt like with him. Like, oh wow, y'all know this? That uh, that that death certificate was dope. Y'all, what y'all think about that? Like, I'm just I'm just happy to see a guy be an example for uh, doing the homework and doing the research and having an informed opinion. And not only that, but but going into his own pocket or or time at least. To 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 compile twenty three pages, dog. That's yo. Know, if Dude. you ask me right now to write twenty three pages, you'll be waiting. I'm getting a phone call. Yeah, no doubt. Mo, I need and you to write twenty three pages. And Matter of fact, paid. here's my outline. Here's, here's my one page outline on a napkin. Can you turn this into twenty three pages? 
<laughs> I, I'll five figures I later. Be able to do that, but <laughs> I've been thinking about later. this for a long time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think uh, I I think we I have always met Cube where he is, and I've always looked at Cube. I've used so I've used Cube's life in classes. Uh, I taught a hip hop and education class, which was a college of education elective. And it was actually, you know, it was it was a legit class. We weren't in there just listening to rap music. Y'all know me, you know, it was legit. And so one of the things we did was took Ice Cube as a character study. So we started out 1986. The boys in the hood are always hard. Come talking to trash. They're, you know, we went all the, you know, all the way back to NWA and the posse. And then we watched, okay, uh, straight out of Compton. And then we see uh, uh, Kill at Will. And then death certificate and then, you know, and the predator. And so what we do is we watch his political transformation. So he goes from, you know, Doughboy in living out Doughboy, Doughboy's life on record, on records to now, you know, shit. And, and even even in movies and, and B, we always talk about this, like, you know, that motherfucker's Nick from Are We There Yet Now? Right. He was, you know, like. You know, at, you know, taking niggas out with a furry your buck shots, boom, boom, boom. He and, and now, Snoop have been able to do that. And now he's right. Now these dudes is private school. Like I loved when Cube was on the Bernie Mac show, and they were talking about. You know, Cube was like, "Yeah, man, don't make me go back to." And Bernie was like, "Man, your kids go to private school." Cube was like, "Yeah, they do go to a real good school." <laughs> no, he was like, he was self-deprecating. He was like, "Yo, I understand where I'm at, right?" But his trajectory to me speaks to a lot of us. It, I parallel it with Malcolm X's trajectory, not in terms of impact politically, um, but I would argue that they're as as known, as renowned, as as popular as each other. And shit, in places, there may be more people who know Cube than Malcolm X. Um, and his political transformation, right? So like you said, be the dude pulled out 23 pages and did the work, and he didn't write 23 pages himself. He got folks. He gathered people smarter than him and who are better versed than him. And he did something. And yes, it's late as fuck. <laughs> we needed that in 1976, <laughs> right? You know. Uh, the internet but, matters, though. The internet makes a difference. And then, the, and then getting people on board to the internet makes a huge difference because, you know, there's a digital divide. Getting to a, the internet creates a space where ideas can be shared in lightning speed despite geography, but there are still yeah. people in Wake County, North Carolina, right, who don't have access to the internet and don't have the laptops until COVID comes and schools start providing them to it. So yep. the idea that the people are now here to share in those ideas and help refine those ideas and an ice cube can come on and gather enough expertise yeah. to, to, to create a plan. You know, I give them a little bit of a pass for lateness, but it is dangerously close, dangerous close as you know, according to Dwayne's, you know, view, and I understand it fully. Yeah. I like the fact that we can all three have a perspective on it and and understand all three of our perspectives, and maybe nobody's wrong. You know, and we just we all see it. I see exactly. I could definitely argue your points for you. I get it. I'm not three undecided parts, on who I'm voting for. Yeah, three parts of the same whole, where all three of us know exactly who we're voting for and how you know <laughs> and where we stand and everything, and have different perspectives on the specific details. Which we should. Yeah. There's look, all those things we say about black people, black people aren't a monolith. 
the Democrats shouldn't be able to just count on our vote. Cube's like, okay, that's what I'll do. And yes, this dude, Donald Trump, is the single worst, the single worst, yeah, he's the worst president um, of modern times, arguably the worst Ever. human being. I, I, man, it's tough, man. When you lead the trail of tears, <laughs> Andrew Jackson, I mean, that dude is, is, you know, he trying yeah, to mean, get to Columbus. He, ha- he level has his, his own version of that though. He separates he does, man. from their parents at the border. Hey, look, hey. I, I, we, I re- we for real have concentration camps. Like nobody wants to call them that cause they're here in America, but we legit have concentration camps again. Yes, <laughs> like we did in the forties, you know. Ask some American people who look Japanese, right, or who mm-hmm. have a Japanese grandparent what or that looks like. Asian, period. Right, Asian they were putting and all, Korean, right? and Chinese yeah. people, and it didn't matter Absolutely, that you weren't man. Japanese. You look and Asian, I, and I can't tell the difference, so you bad. Right, right. And and D, I, I, I would never split hairs with you on who's worse, Andrew Jackson or Donald Trump. Because fuck both of them, right? There's no yeah. reason to even. But you know, he is he is an awful human being and an awful president. Uh, but he's temporary. There will be some semblance of a Republican Party afterward. And I don't have a problem with anyone wanting to work with the Republican Party. What I have is no it though? Problem with that. What is it though? What is the Republican Party or what is I five years ago I could tell you what it was. I cannot oh. tell you what that party is now. I can't tell what? you what they stand for. Nothing that they have stood for since we were all in middle school is anything that they stand for now. I used to, man, you to that point, I used to know that platform. I used to be yeah. able to articulate it and tell you why I wouldn't support it. It's you know, gotten this. The point. irony of their platform is if you read their platform, it's like, oh, this makes sense. But <laughs> the way they implement and practice it is different from what's written. And now they've abandoned all of everything. They don't, they don't do what they were talking about or what was written now. You know, they were, we're gonna be the moral majority. We're gonna be about, you remember the Tea Party? Like, oh, taxes. Yep. This dude has tripled the deficit. I mean, it's they don't care about spending money as long as it ain't a brother spending money. Yes. If it's a brother, oh no, nah, what you gonna be? You can get some rims and put some base in the trunk. What you gonna do with that? Now nah, you can't right. have my money, man. Nope. But now it's have it all. Take it. Give me. Oh, you want my wife too? You can have her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, Jerry Falwell, right? These cats. Yeah. It's crazy. Shit. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around what they would have said if Obama had three baby mamas and and had paid off a porn star. Like, all of this is stuff that their brains would have been oozing out their ears had anybody else done it. And now it's all acceptable. Like, they've decimated the FBI and the intelligence agencies. All of those people at being in the service 20 years, service people, law enforcement people, they hard right. It's, yeah. it's like yeah. 70, 75%. They, they're conservative. They all vote Republican. And he's, he's gone out and kneecapped all of them. It's crazy. I, like, I can't 
I can't even articulate to you what their platform is now. It's and amazing. What's it going to be when he leaves? Right. Right and now, those guys are all in, in, in political shelter. They're just I can't if I go against the, the you know, the Trump Republican agenda or collective, I'm going to be ostracized. So damn be all my 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 you know my my thoughts and my morals i'm just going to fall in line with what the party is because all hands on deck hold on to this log we're going to run this through the door but but what do you do i'm cuz i'm not ever going to listen to you talk about morals again i'm never going to listen to you talk about how concerned you are about the budget again i'm 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 going to laugh you out the room we're not having that conversation cuz you told me by your and we all know actions speak louder than words your actions and what you allowed this guy to do told me you don't care. You always told me you cared about rule of law and law and order. This guy's like, law, let me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is Hell that? Yeah. No. It's, yeah. So I'm not what? listening to anything that they have to say now. I can't even have, I don't even know if. I could have an honest and fruitful debate with somebody because I'm like, you're lying. You're lying. Yeah. You're lying. Because you're saying this now and you allow this to happen over here. And yeah. and actually encourage it. So yeah. I can't. Lindsey Graham is, is eating that right now over everything that he that he said he wouldn't do and now versus what he's doing now. So people from all over, not just South Carolinians, are funding his uh, challenger. As oh man, result. Jamie uh, Harrison. Harrison. Jamie Harrison is doing yeah. really well. But Support like, him. Politically, that was yesterday. The, the last election, literally, it ain't like this happened in 1988. Yeah. This, I mean, the last election. So politically, this was yesterday. Yesterday, I said, we're not going to do that. Now, nah, never mind. I changed my mind. <laughs> the, party, the party of Reagan would have never considered Donald Trump to be a Republican and would have never supported him for elected office because he meets absolutely none of the criteria other than he put a R next to his name when he decided to run for office. He meets none of the moral criteria that they set that they even didn't meet back then. He hasn't met any of the intellectual criteria. This dude, like you mentioned, being a vet, Dwayne, this dude has openly shit on veterans, shit on people who have been either killed in action or captured in combat. He has openly disparaged judges, sitting judges. He openly disparaged the the Mexican, the judge who is of Mexican descent in Indiana when he said that dude couldn't adjudicate his trial properly because he's a Mexican. Like, dude, no, he's not Mexican. He's American. He can't even, he can't distinguish just like you were talking about coincidentally with concentration camps when they put Korean people in there because they didn't know who the fuck was Japanese and didn't care. They went by how that person looked just like Donald Trump did with that Mexican judge. He had, he, this dude, snapped on Ted Cruz's wife, said his wife was ugly and shit. Like, he has personally disparaged people. He, like you said, he has absolutely trampled on the intelligence community. He centralized more power in the presidency, which is the opposite of what Reagan's anti-big government party was. He's done the exact opposite of all those things. And yet, and still... 
these Republicans will fall in line with him because, and I say this all the time, I have a lot of friends. I'm in the wrestling world. You're in the in the military world. Wrestling is like 90% conservative, just like military, 75% conservatives. I'm around people all the time as a wrestling coach whose political ideas and leanings and ideas about race and class and everything else are diametrically opposed to mine, are different from mine. I'm around people who are racist <laughs> and bigoted, who are just, you know, but also good, cool people who I can who I can hang with. I'm around them all the time in wrestling. It's 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 constant. And they are nice people, good people, welcoming. They treat me exceptionally well. We have a lot of mutual respect and they're they're also often bigots. Uh and will vote for someone who is a racist. They'll vote for someone who you know, as has been said ad nauseum, he's shit Donald Trump shit on women. Shit on women, in particular white women, right? Talking about grabbing them by the pussy. That's what we were talking about. We've seen, we've only seen Donald Trump do that to white women. So he shit on white women, and they voted for him, you know, in a majority uh, of majority of white women who voted voted for him. So he has he has no uh, he has no reason to respect political processes, and and that would be something that the party of Reagan would be adamantly opposed to. But like you said, for them. They are now into no longer governing due to philosophy. They're simply engaging in a power grab and they're trying to consolidate as much power as they can and hold on to it. And it's the it is the death throes of of overt white supremacy and having 70 and 80 year old men in the in the White House, which is why our presidential election right now to me is a, a fucking joke. These two people should should not be in line to be the president of the United States, not even because of their qualifications. They're too, too old. And and that's not even to be ageist. It's just to look at human beings and say human beings should not be in that situation under normal circumstances where you're the leader of the free world in your 80s. You really just shouldn't. Under normal circumstances, a, a, a high quality society would never govern itself such that all of its leaders were old and white and male. You're using a key phrase that Dwayne in his initial five page response to me on seven dot community was normal circumstances. <laughs> D you want to elaborate on that? This is not normal circumstances. That should be a t-shirt. Maurice, make it, put it on the t-shirt. Let's give it away to Dwayne. These are not normal circumstances. Somebody, somebody underdog. It's not normal. Like normal. You wouldn't have, uh, we wouldn't be having Amy Coney Barrett's, uh, confirmation hearings right now because you set a precedent you said we're not going to do this in an election year last election literally and now we're doing it normal circumstances precedent matters now nothing matters so and, that's and what it is they my fault for interrupting they just, and, they, and they always say well the democrats would have done it they, uh, but they didn't know because right. the last time they had to put the opportunity to do it was in 88 when ironically joe biden was the chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee, and he sat Ronald Reagan's last appointee in 1988, even though we now know Ronald Reagan was definitely suffering from Alzheimer's oh, at that man. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You George know, Bush made that decision. There is one thing that does matter. It's power. At the end of the day, what what has become the, the, the earmark of the day is that never mind morality, Never mind what's right. Do what you have the power to do. That's just it. Politics is warfare. And these guys have taken off the, the cloak that, that 
you know, that the lipstick off the pig per se, right? Politics is warfare. These guys, so suppressing the vote is a part of warfare. They are uh, immoral, acting immorally, and using the power to the fullest extent that they are able to until a, a power, an, an opposing power makes them stop. Period. It's it's all, and it's very sad because it's extremely Machiavellian. It's the end justifies the means. Yeah. Mm. I get two guys who were not elected by the populace to seat five Supreme Court justices. The last two, mm. W and this guy, that Amy Coney Barrett goes through, and I have no reason to think that it won't. The two of them will have sat five Supreme Court justices, five of the nine that we have now. They will be, or she will be the ninth, but they will have sat five, and they weren't even elected by the majority of the people. A bigger problem is, and I put it in my second response to you, they they figured out how to gerrymander, because in 2010, when they had the uh, the Tea Party and all that whole movement. And 2010 was another census year. And but on the the 10 year mark is when they do the redistrict the redistricting, excuse me. And they drew the maps to the point where they could gerrymander it. So like in Wisconsin, particularly, they were the worst example of it, or probably the best example. But they had 53 percent uh, Democratic vote. Uh, Democratic candidates won 53% of the vote. They only got 36% of the seats in the legislature. So I got to win by 20% to get something. That's like saying, I got to beat you by 20 yards to win a 100-meter dash. Right. Like, And that's just not a, that ain't democracy. So they're basically figuring out how to entrench minority rule. Because the people in Congress who represent Republicans represent like 38 million fewer people than people who represent Democrats. It, it ain't even close. And but Republicans maintain and control a lot of the power in the in Congress. So we live in a primar- primarily Democratic society, but the minority has figured out how to back to, you know, your your it's a power play. So they figured out how to wrest power from the majority and maintain it. And the the stacking of the course with the judges, like when Mitch McConnell was keeping Obama from seating not just Supreme Court justices, but some of the lower circuit court judges. So that's why Donald Trump had a hundred and some, he had like 120 some judges to seat when he took office. And he's done that now. So he's actually almost filled a quarter of the judiciary. We got like 800 judges and he's put almost 200 of them there. I'm going to hit you with the, Go ahead. How how do you, if we feel like the, I think it was the 14th Circuit, because after they, the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act and basically said we don't have to have the, um, I forget that clause that they had, but if you want to change something about voting, you have to submit it to the Justice Department and we'll say that's okay. In 2014, they pulled that out and said, no, you don't have to do that no more. Actually, it's 2012. And so in North Carolina, 10 minutes after they did that, North Carolina and Texas started, when do black people vote? Hmm. Okay, they vote early. They go on Sundays. Yeah, we're going to cut that out. And they did it. And I think it was the 14th Circuit said that they attacked the voting rights of black people with 
surgical precision. I'm like, the court said this. Like, that ain't my opinion. Mm. And is a court going to say that if they were all appointed by conservatives and they don't believe racism is a problem anymore, which is the reason that the Roberts Court gutted the Voting Rights Act, because they said those things, those provisions that were in the Voting Rights Act, that they had to get permission before they changed things was they were implemented during the 50s and 60s when people were really racist. And we don't really have that problem. <laughs> really racist. Right. Not, we don't not really like this play play racism. That was that Old Testament racism. This is New yeah. Testament racism. That's, all, that's that good old that's fashioned pillar racism. Of sky, pillar of salt racism and fire right. in the sky racism. This is right. You know, we ain't spraying, in, we don't spray you with hoses no more now. You know? <laughs> we don't stick the dogs on you. Right, right. right. Now I just say little shit about black people not being quite as smart at work. But Now we just don't give you back <laughs> But loans. I just say it differently. Now you just can't buy a house. You know, yeah. now your kids can't get educated in the schools and you know, all that. Uh, uh, let me hit you with the he on this one. Your boy Kanye might be on to something. He picked up some land out in Wyoming. So we can't go ahead and overturn the Electoral College situation. But if you look at the populations of liberal peoples, they're typically on the, on the coasts. And Kanye, guy from Chicago, moves out to Wyoming. A red state. What if 10,000 more liberal people of color, whatever, move to the same district? How does that change things? Is there, you know, if you can't beat the, the Electoral College, maybe you just gamify it. Maybe you just do you change things or do the things change you? Because people tend to behave like the community they live in. So well, then, you, then you all move to, to the same community, make a new community. No, I'm saying if you move to a really red state, you are you going to pick up and start living those values and and I'm not talking about assuming their thoughts. I'm not talking about just you guys, just you and your kids and your wife, but you, your kids and your wife and 5000 other families just like you move to one area. Bam. What'd you just do? You turned at least a district blue. Yeah. You're around your people. I mean, you gave up the beach, which kind of sucks. You picked up a winter for sure. Definitely. Yeah. But I got a nice lake, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You go hunting. You got a cool city named Jackson Hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. While we still have a few days left for the election, I want to encourage everyone to visit votesaveamerica.com slash ballot. That's votesaveamerica.com slash ballot. There are resources there to help you research your local ballot, your candidates, what do you believe in? You should be uh, aligning your vote with people who believe similarly to you on certain issues. No pressure either way on any candidate. Make sure you're voting down the ballot. There's one big name at the top. Great. Choose it. Whatever you're going to do. But more importantly, what are you doing in terms of your local sheriff? What are you doing in terms of your local school board? What are you doing in terms of your city council? Find out who those people are. Vote your conscience. Have a wonderful day. I'd love to talk to you on 7.community and get your opinion on any of these issues and even invite you to the podcast. Peace.